Buffalo Radio, Chicago's only urban alternative. Nudia in the afternoon with you. Happy Tuesday. It's currently 2.03 on your clock. We have some special guests in the building. Well, you know, I always like to make sure you guys know everything that's happening in Chicago, all the things to get to. And you all know me. If it's if it's free, it's for me. I love free <laughs> events. I'm getting, we're talking about PocketCon 2023, the free comic book convention that celebrates characters and creators of color. Happening December 9th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Museum of Contemporary Art Chicago. And in the studio right now, uh, our special guest, we do have... Uh, Elgin Bakari, hello. Hello. Welcome, welcome. What's up, Chicago? The yeah. uh, co-creator of PocketCon. Mm-hmm. And we also have D-Nick of the Microphone Misfits, artist, musician, and going to be performing at po- PocketCon. Bless, bless, bless. Thank you so much, Nudia. You? Right? Thank th- you. Thanks for stopping by, guys. Okay, so I'm excited <laughs> uh, to learn more about PocketCon. They told me last night you guys were coming through. Yes. And I was wondering, you know, how did this all get started? I guess, Elgin, this is a question for you. Right on. Yeah. Uh, so PocketCon is now on its 12th year. We started off at the Gary Comer Youth Center at 72nd and Shop Chicago. Shout out to GCYC. Um, at that time, I was a teaching artist there um, and doing a illustration comic books class. Uh, and at the time, uh, we were doing... You know illustration projects and having kids do like self portraits make their own characters and anime was really really popular at the time so there wasn't a lot of black representation when it comes to anime characters or anything like that there are mm-hmm. a few but at the time when we we're asking kids to make their own characters they drew images that didn't necessarily look like them you know and um the librarian that the down the street grand crossing library they were having the same issues actually too and around that time, I had went to the DuSable Museum for their African Arts Festival, and I ran into Turtel Only, who was known as the like the Godfather of the Black the Age, the, the Father, father. the yeah. Father of Black Age of Comics. And I saw their tables, and I was like, "Yo, man, it's more Black artists, illustrators that are here, and I really would love to bring y'all and do something together because they had like a really dope booth. And they used to do conventions, like especially in like the '90s, and uh, I was just like, yo, it would be great if we can do this on a larger scale. So I was already having these ideas. So when Kendra Wilk, who was the other co-creator of PocketCon, reached out to me, uh, they were like, yeah, you know, we want to do like some type of a convention thing. And, you know, manifestation happened. And, you know, before we knew it, we were working on our first comic book convention, which took place at the Gary Comey Youth Center. The one day that they did not have the heat, like the air was not working that summertime. And we started off in a hot hallway <laughs> in year one. Uh, I, did I feel a, like every Chicago event, the year yeah. one is always, it's always like we were in the trenches. Yeah, it really we was. We were in though, alley yeah. somewhere, it really you was. know. It was, I was there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and D-Nick was there to perform as well as the table. Uh, and we started off at the Comer Center for the first uh, three years. And then we transferred over to the Chicago Art Department, at, uh, which is now at 19... 19- 25 South Halstead and then after that year someone um, from uh, from the Chicago Cultural Center reached out and was like you know what this is really great uh, we would love to bring this to the Cultural Center and we did and we were there uh, up until tw- uh, last year was our last year there um, and now we're going to the MCA. This is our first year. Wow, being I feel at like the MCA. that's kind of a big, right? The MCA is a big deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. You know, we are super excited about bringing especially artists of color, um, black comic book artists in a space like the MCA, you know, 
Um, I think it's going to be really, really great, especially with uh, the Faith Ringle exhibit that's happening in there. You know, uh, shout outs to Kerry James Marshall for doing some amazing comic book work there as well, too. But now to see all these amazing 40 different artists being in that space, not only tabling their work, but, you know, seeing more black kids in that space just makes me happy. I know there's been a lot going on, especially with like um, black and brown teenagers going downtown. And I was like, mainly my issue is that there's not enough for them to do downtown, which Mm. is why. I feel like a lot of them rebel in the way that they do. So I'm excited about bringing, uh, you know, this event to that space, you know. Yeah. I love, and I love, you know, when I first read, you know, what PocketCon was and the idea of really celebrating creators of color or characters of color. Because mm. I know when I was younger, I mean, we all get into our little phases, right? I was a big, like, X-Men comic book fan. Yeah. yeah. And, like, yeah. you know, when you're really into it, you're like, okay, like, then the movies start coming out, and you're like, oh, I could be this character. It's like, no, they're all... <laughs> I was like, there's no race that fits you. Yeah. You know? And then you start looking online, all the characters, like, they're different. They're not... They don't fit, you know, your your ethnicity or your look or your style or anything like that. Um, so I did think... And especially now that we're seeing like cosplay has changed Mm. even then, you Mm -hmm. know, like people are really like kind of ditching those lines of you need to look exactly like the character. Yeah. Because, you know, now we we see that there it isn't, you know, it isn't equal when it comes to representation. A hundred percent. And I mean, that kind of goes back to why the convention was started in the whole Mm -hmm. first place. You know, like we we did a comic book history class around the time that we were getting young people prepared for that first comic book convention. And I would ask any any class I was in, I was like, hey, do you know any characters of color? Like, because I was doing the research, you know what I mean? Like, I'm so excited about it. I was just like researching all these characters. You got to remember, this is around the time before the MCU really got like in the swing thing. It took them a long time. Yeah, yeah. It really yeah. did. You know, yeah. like we were just, oh man, War Machine is about to be in here. But then we people forgot about Spawn. People forgot about Blade that actually started the MCU. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Like they used that money to build what is now the MCU of this time. So we were just trying to make people aware of those characters that exist as well as all the independent comic book artists. So when we would ask like, hey kids, you know any characters of color? Or any black characters, they'll be like, Batman. I'm like, because his suit is black. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, uh, a, that was not a, a and that was color. a That was a thing that got me involved. Because mm. the original mission statement of mm. of PagaCon was about, like, a lot of us are priced out yep. of, the, of these conventions. Like, yeah. you know, and I understand, you know, companies got to get their money, you know, all of that. But a lot of black kids are priced out of comic conventions you know and by osmosis you know that latino kids as well and you know all of that so that was that was the you know kind of a mission of tortell on only and and the black age of comics that's that was pocket cons initial me i was like wait yo y'all doing a free convention yeah celebrating yeah. black you know kid black characters and creators of and and other people of color like, all right, I'm I'm with it, you know. I, I work with youth all over the city of Chicago, you know, we don't got no big budgets. Let's let's do it. They don't you know, we can we can do some organizing field trip. I wasn't even tabling the first year of PocketCon. I literally I just came me and my group, we had just came out with our first book, you know, and, Dang, and that was I, the first book? Yeah, it was, we came out with our first book. I believe me and Elgin was on like the same grant. Mm-hmm. We were at a meeting, you know what I'm saying? Like, we was at, you know, you know, grant people, 
have everybody together. And so we were all on the same grant, the program I was doing, a program that was funding, like, you know, his youth and his work. And he mentioned Pocket Con at this meeting, and I was like, all right, cool, I'm going. And then we organized a field trip at that, you know, at that first, like, Pocket Con. And, you know, like I said, we just had one book, and that was that was our beginning involvement and really about, like, I'm real active about bringing kids and, you know, and kids that wouldn't normally get in these spaces in these spaces. Like, that's, you know, because it, it's super expensive. It's yep. super, super expensive, these cons. And yeah. especially, yeah, and um, and where they're held, the convention centers where they're held, sometimes it isn't accessible for kids to even get there. Get there, yeah. yeah. 100%. So that's why I think it's funny you said you you organize a field trip and things like that. Oh, I feel yeah. like that happens like a lot less too with like kind of artistic events. Like a lot of schools focus on, you know, like theme parks or something, but not really like artistic creative events to take kids to. And they're also taking a lot of their programs out of the school as well. I mean, there's, that's why the after school programs uh, are like kind of being the hub of where the arts classes are becoming like and yeah. a lot of them come from what's called the teaching artist community you know what i mean yeah. like these are people who are working artists that are not only trying to create their own craft but they're also now fostering the next generation yeah. exactly mm-hmm. yep. but think about how yep. much time effort money that goes into that like uh i would like to shout out a um a documentary that was done by some of our our colleagues which is called White Scripts and Black Supermen, where a lot of white writers were writing these Superman-type stories. And one of the first comics that was kind of became popular was a um, was a cowboy comic book called Lobo. And um, one of the issues they had is, like, he had this black character on the front, but then they would not put the comic book out because they didn't think it would sell. Right. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like... So it, when it comes to another mission statement of, of PyCon, which is why we don't charge our artists, is because you might be taking a hit by creating this character, and we want to support that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Dean said, like, yo, that was our first book that we had when we first started. And a lot of comic book artists who don't have three, four hundred, five hundred dollars to come and table at your event, you know, at a C2E2 or these other spaces, you know, um, they can come to PyCon if they're doing that work and they have, you know, and get their feet wet as well too and tell me about this uh youth art competition yes yeah what (laughs) i I love this so people could so you know these kids they could imagine a character of creation fairy folktale comic book what what what's the rules what how how do people enter this uh, well, they first off, we have different age brackets. Uh, so from age 12 and under, you know, you're going to... To make it fair, okay. Yes, <laughs> so 12 to under, 13 to 15, and then 16 to 18. All you have to do is just submit through our... Uh, you can go into our link tree. Um, if you see any of our flyers, there is a QR code that will take you directly there. You can go to PocketCon um, Chicago. It's PocketCon Shy to find us online or PocketCon.org and submit on there. Fill out the information or just send me an email directly which is at pocketconlive at gmail.com, and we'll get that information to you. But that's the rule. Come and create your own character and whatnot. What do they yeah. get if they win? We get, get medals little... this year, yeah. son. Oh, okay. okay. We got medals. I'm so excited. This is our first year that we got medals. Uh, <laughs> Shout-outs to the uh, Logan Foundation that, uh, you know, that sponsors and Poetry Foundation that has been... Oh, yeah. we got... Yes. No, we got... We With that funding, yes. baby. shout-outs. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, so we're able to to do a lot more. Also, one of the cool things about it is, uh, shout-outs to the MCA, which is where we're going to be this year. 
because they're they're providing the space for us to be able to put on this free event for young people. Please donate if you can, you know, to this to the space. Um, but we do have the space for free, which is another thing of like it's not coming so much out of uh, my funding or my pocket in order to be able to put this on. You know what I'm saying? Because that was the joke for PocketCon for a lot of t- for a lot of the years. There's that, also more yeah. that they're getting out of it. They get yes. to they get to be in the company of a network that they might not have known like mm-hmm. existed mm-hmm. or they might not have access to exist man shout out to like man this is this is kids really dope um man beautiful spirit really talented like insanely talented kid named anthem he's at Scherz high school and he's like oh my god he was he was telling me about this stuff and he's like man i i want to do this and i want to do this and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm do this like this this type of gaming music and I was like, Oh man, that's that's crazy. I'm I got a song in a video game and then some other people were like, Yo, that's that's a dude from the microphone misfits and they're, like, they're in River City Girls and all of this type of stuff. I was like, Wait, what? And you know, and, and I was, you know, got to expose him to this world, but he hasn't found his tribe and it's like, Man, you know, not saying it's gonna get you that, but this is this is a start. Yeah, this stepping start, stone. Yeah. You know, yeah. 'cause there's there's people like Man, Damian Hampton, who did like, who's tabling, who's in like part of the DC Comics Milestone Initiative. His first book was our book, you know what I'm saying? And we he won an art competition with us, and that got him in a network. Now Damon is taking off. I, yep. I'm like, now oh you have to email his manager. <laughs> Yeah, right. No, so like, I, I that's how you know when people get big. When they're like, "Oh yeah, just hit up my man, manager." I ain't yeah. no hater, man. Get big. All my, <laughs> all my students are better than me. Like, oh. we'll be performing spoilers. We'll be performing with some of uh some of our students Come that through. are super talented. You know, um, <laughs> you know, shout out to Baby Roro. You know, what I'm saying Naya, J Rockin. A lot of them like are part of the Microphone Misfits family. They'll be performing with us, and they man, these kids have went on to perform at Steppenwolf, you know, and um, DJ Soso Dolo is one of my students. He's with WGCI as, like, a DJ. Like, these are kids that was in, like, the wing, like, through, like, our tutelage, and I'm learning from them because it's it's all reciprocal. Nobody wants to be a refrigerator that you go in and take and take and take. You got to go grocery shopping sometimes. So they teach me as much as I teach them. We ain't even teaching. It's just guiding and restructuring. So it's like, but that's another win that they get. They get to be a part of that community and they get to find their tribe. They get to see what everybody's doing right and what everybody's doing wrong and they get to adjust. Mm -hmm. They get, they're young. So they get to see, oh, this is where it's going. This is where it was. This is where it's at. But here's where it's going. Let me be the first. And they surpass all of us. And that's beautiful. Like, that's that's dope. So Yeah, I and, think one thing that Dini can speak into, which is that in another purpose of PocketCon is they have to see you doing it. Like They have to see artists that are doing it so that in the future, when we ask that question, well, who do you know that's da-da-da-da? Like, especially, you know, our kids from black and brown communities, like, if they're going to follow what, they feel either A, makes money, or B, you know, other people that look like them doing it. You know what I mean? So we need yeah. black artists. That's why we're bringing it to them. So. Yeah, and especially I know, um, I think the a lot of the reports that are coming out, these kids, like, you know, they're asking, what do you want to be? And they want to be more creative things, mm. you know, like before then 
And, you know, before people were like, oh, teachers, oh, nurse, you know, but people now want to be able to express themselves creatively. And they do see people doing it. I think especially in Chicago. Yeah. You know, they see these Chicago music- musicians go on to win Grammys. Yeah. They see, you know, artists and graffitiers and, and things like that. Um, and so you said there's going to be performances. What time are the performances for ApocyCon? It starts at 12. 11. Oh, 11. 11. 11. The, first, we, the first performance starts at 11. Shout outs to Rye. Uh, oh, Rye Music. Yeah, Rye Music is going to uh, get us started. Uh, next, we'll have um, well, Electric Mothership going on right after that, which is a rock band. Uh, actually, just to, just to be clear, Rye Musica is uh, a Latino um, rock band. Then we're going to have Black Rock Band going right after, which is <laughs> like kind of heavy metal it's going, <laughs> it going in shout outs to gold girl who's also yeah. a break dancer and yeah, she's girl and uh, popper she she's she's dope man she's part of part of robot mafia you know she's she's in the, i know her as the from initially i met her as natural one because that's her dance name but you know her a rocker name, you know, and her singing name is Gold, Gold Girl. Girl. Yeah, you know? that's I right. want different names. Hey, you, you need to get A's. <laughs> Let's make yeah, it happen. I want to start having a bunch of different names. Come on now. Um, so performances start at 11. If you're yep. just tuning in, we're talking about PocketCon 2023, the free comic book convention that celebrates characters and creators of color happening December 9th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., over at the Museum of Contemporary Art Chicago. Uh, thanks so much for stopping by, Elgin. D. Nick, you brought us this this poster. It's going on our wall of fame. What is this? I'm, we're going to put this up on the gram. We're going to put this up on the Insta story so you guys can see it. That is, um, I want shout to shout out to my group, the Microphone Misfits. That hey, poster hey. is from our first charting record um you know big up to mega ram big up the way forward video games you know that was um it was on the river city is the song is called river city anthem dj chief produced it um it's on the uh, river city girls 2 video game soundtrack it's first thing i never charted in my life and that was the first time we charted and the game is kind of crazy. It's about these Japanese gangbangers that get kidnapped, and the girlfriends <laughs> got to go rescue them. The girlfriends got to yes. go rescue. Yeah, yeah. You just flip it. <laughs> Come on now. Like you know, I love it's, a, this. it's a side scroller beat 'em up, and you know, Mega Ran and you know, DJ Chief and us were featured. I know on you're, that. you're you're a little comic book character. This is so cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of our all of Microphone Misfits music come inside of a comic book. Twenty two pages of nonstop funky boom bap superhero Rastafari hip hop action. Come on now, you know. Plow. <laughs> I don't know what any, but that it sounded like it needed a clap. <laughs> it sounded like it needed a little. Someone, someone was ready for it. <laughs> they will be and actually the Microphone Misfits will be performing right at three o'clock. Um, Jovan Landry will be on at twelve thirty. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we will be having a nice, dope uh, interview by Eve Ewing. Uh, we're super excited about that. Uh, and then ending us off will be a group with Kumba Links called Juke for Liberation, which goes on at 3.40. Yeah. Um, but table artists throughout the entire day, workshops going on, and all-day gaming. Perfect. Again, uh, mark it on your calendar. Free event. You guys know if it's free, it's for me. Free. I, love, I love free things. <laughs> uh, Comic Book Con happening at... The Museum of Contemporary Art. Thank you guys so much for stopping by Vocalo. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having us. Bless. <laughs>